Welcome to Sparkle Magic, the podcast to help you shift energy, become present, and connect to your heart. My name is Tessa Berkmans, and I am looking forward to share this journey of curiosity, inspiration, and conversation with you. Hello, hello, hello. Happy new week, happy new moment in time. Thank you so much for joining me for Sparkle Magic, my podcast, my sort of blank canvas to explore, to create. Um, I'm just going to flow with it. I, I notice that when I do a curious conversation, I don't feel as nervous in a way as when I'm standing or standing on stage by myself. I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting um, with a microphone and speaking to you, um, you listening. So thank you for being here with me. And I suppose, you know, I'm going to jump straight in, but um, my way of, of sort of processing and channeling is very much through voice. And so sometimes I literally go on a walk and talk. I had moments in time when I did this a lot. I would go on a walk, I would have my headphones in, or I would, I am still doing this um, off once in a while, um, have my headphones and basically record what I'm saying. And for some time I was um, having this thought of writing a book. This thought is still with me, but at the time I was actively sort of channeling almost these ideas and thoughts and I would listen back to what I've said because sometimes just these wonderful bulbs of ideas would come round and I would type them over. Um, and so, yeah, I still do it actually. And I must say though, in the beginning, I felt a little weird doing it, but then I told myself the story. I am just pretending as if I'm calling to somebody. Nobody needs to know I'm, I'm speaking towards myself. And now it's actually have become a very, uh, powerful tool for me to do. So sometimes when I need to do some writing work, I actually say it first because I just know whilst speaking, I just can articulate myself sometimes better. It feels, um, so yeah, this is a very powerful tool for me. And I suppose maybe as well, because it's so clearly transmissions, the energy of what is alive, um, yeah, so that's a little uh, tool for you to maybe try out once. And I guess that is the world as in there are infinite possibilities and it's very much about learning to speak your own language. Last week uh, during my Sunday self-care meditation lesson, I shared this thought of um, learning to speak your own language. We do so much work in order to learn a different language as if when I grew up, um, I'm Dutch, but uh, we also got taught, well, of course, English, but also I did uh, French and German. And I do remember, um, yeah, all the words and everything you needed to learn, right? And the grammatics, everything. And that just brought me to this thought the other day. What about your language, your own language? As in, how does your body respond or how... Just so many. I, I mentioned body because um, I've had a couple of curious conversations just before this recording. I already actually recorded 
the curious conversation of next week, which is very exciting and beautiful. But once again, that that sense of embodiment came forward, which is super interesting and beautiful to me because as I will share next week I um, definitely have some history with my embracing my own body and still have at times but this sense of embodiment and, and coming home into yourself and really accepting yourself and loving yourself it's super important yeah <laughs> but anyway um, today I want to talk about performance magic because um I will most likely mention this more often going forward and I really want to share you or share with you my journey of where performance magic came from and maybe some of you know and maybe some of you don't know and even for myself it's nice to sort of re or kind of re-journey of where it comes from. So um, Performance Magic right now is obviously my company and, and sort of the umbrella name of, of what I do. And somewhere it feels that Performance Magic is my brain baby. Um, it came to me about, uh, about four years, four and, four and a half years ago now. Five years ago, I started my studies at the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland in Glasgow and this was a master's musical theatre, a big dream of mine, and still I'm so grateful that I've been able to do that here. And as it's a master's degree, we also needed to write a thesis. And I've always, whatever I've done in school, also my, my bachelor or, you know, internships, I always really wanted to do something which really meant something to me rather than just going to an internship around the corner, actually traveling an hour and a half for something I really felt resonant with. That's always been sort of the journey and the story of my life. But anyway, coming back to my my thesis, I therefore really wanted to sort of research something that meant something to me. So um, doing my master's, I remember having a lot of fear stories around even being there because I this is the story which lived in my mind. If it's the actual truth, well, there is absolute truth in this and the facts are there, but I guess I might have exaggerated it even more. But I was basically one of the only ones only having a bachelor in something else than actually having an arts degree, which was something in my mind thinking, oh, maybe I don't belong. Then um, I was the only not, yeah, foreign girl well there was also a girl from Greece but she was raised bilingual and I felt that my English maybe was not as good um <laughs> I was on the reserve list and literally heard a month before the the course started that I um was allowed in and I notice in me retelling this right now I feel a little vulnerable to share but it is the truth so I mean yeah so these things um traveled with me and um I just really didn't feel I really belonged in a way and and it was only half a year in during um well once a, a teacher of mine a mentor he really affirmed Tessa you belong being here and um then there was this other project and I, I saw the people in the audience during a performance and I thought to myself, 
they don't see on my face written speech and language therapist. (laughs) To me, at the time, that was a sort of thing like, no. Anyway, um, performance magic. So my thesis, firstly, I was really curious to start researching how can I be more open as a performer because... I just saw all the other um, students in my in my class, and they were able to cry, and and I kind of saw that as something that was really good when you were able to cry, and maybe even in performance being emotional or something, and that never really happened for me, and I thought at a at a time that yeah, I was blocked in a way. I even went to the school counselor for a couple of times to, I guess, research because I kind of sensed into this feeling of of going into a block or something was blocking me and anyway I I went to the counselor and with my analytical therapeutic reflective brain um, after three sessions I kind of felt I figured it all out (laughs) but anyway my my um, topic was I went to my teacher and I said I want to research how to be more open as a performer well, we came to the conclusion, and he sort of shared well. I said that's not really um, tangible to to research because that is maybe your process. But how can you make it a more thing for everyone? Thought fair enough. Um, so I went on to my search, and then I came to this thought of performance magic. And for me, that was. That magical moment, I still say it now and I actually have a little bit goosebumps, I suppose, from the truth and the beauty of it all, um, how it all came together. But um, performance magic, that magical moment between performer and audience when you're just caught up in a moment of magic, really, and you forget about everything else. I've had a couple of those experiences, um, yeah, which I share right now, I suppose, there was once um, this moment when I was doing my a short course at the Royal uh, Central School for Speech and Drama when I went to London for the first time for the three months. And I, I remember um, having this scene I needed to play out. And I was partnered with a man who I was a, li- <laughs> a little bit scared of in the moment as in how he looked out of his eyes. It just really triggered me for some reason. And I completely blocked. I couldn't really do anything. And I, I really was trying to play it out, but I was kind of blocked. And then we had a whole working day um, where we are were going to work more on this scene. And now this other guy, his partner was not there for the day, so he was also paired up with me. And the first time we've played out this uh, scene, it was so magnetic and it was so connected that it just all flowed. It like really flowed all so well. It was so present. Um, and then at the end of the of that day, we kind of performed this for the group. And I remember being in the scene with him where at one point I basically sort of forgot my words in a sense of being so present in that moment where it was really that I was experiencing those words for the first time. And it was just palpable, that energy. And that was truly magical. Um, I've had it a couple of times when during classes... um, 
performing. I once had it during singing a song I never sort of shared before with anyone. And then I sang it during a performance and it was so magical. Um, And I still cannot really describe what happens then, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing it more and more. And so at the time at RCS, I was really curious, how does that moment come about? And there were a couple of performers I would, I would see performers and I would just sort of identify with that essence in them. So I came up with that thought and um yeah I started re- researching it and researching it in a sense of having conversations with people and reading books about it and I sort of found this um yeah psychology within performing which was not really a thing in I couldn't really find much about it or spirituality within performing arts and so um I was really sort of curious about it and passionate about it and so I I went out and and did more research on this and my main answer to performance magic is presence and so one of the really powerful um uh, moments or, or things I found in books I I would share is by Uta Hagen in her book and that always struck me as in when you see a cat and a performer on stage most most likely everyone will look at the cat just because it's so in the moment and um and all of a sudden saying all of this right now I'm thinking oh no I forgot my words of the day <laughs> I'm I'm becoming more as a cat being in the moment. Anyway, we'll do the words in a second. Um so Uta Hagen is saying, yeah, with the cat, it's so instinctive. And when you have a performer on stage, it's literally having other thoughts too. Well, of course, thinking, oh, what am I going to eat? Or do I say my lines correctly? Or do I look well? Or oh, what is this person thinking? Or da da da. You know, as a human being, we are incredible beings, but we have so many thoughts. And um, yeah, performance magic really is about this. And so I I researched this. Um, I kind of explored it a little bit. Then moving forward a little bit, going to my journey in London, I started working for Lululemon and as they were for vision and goals, they sort of asked, um, what do you do in one, five and 10 years time? And one of my goals was in 10 years time, I've written my book, Performance Magic, sort of as a funny, silly thing. But I started saying this to guests and that was my sort of light bulb of keeping me in flow. And then Right now I'm thinking maybe I've said all of this in the last podcast, so maybe I'll I'll stop at one point, but performance magic sort of traveled with me and, you know, there is so much curiosity within me to sort of chase that feeling or that magic. I really, really, really believe in the magic and I really do experience my life as a fairy tale, not to say that I don't Um, see the reality because I would certainly consider myself being a realist too (laughs) which does a realist with a very big twinkle of love Um, but yeah performance magic and this whole journey has taught me so much and I just feel in my bones that there is so much more to be shared and I'm really excited to work with the other day I was actually doing an energy healing alignment with this really wonderful performer I know and um, I was sharing with her my vision of 
when you are this wonderful artist, how can we even, you know, tune it up even more? Um, because we know in, in the sports world, a sporter, a sports people have their mind coach. And I really think in performing arts, um, you can also really tune into that presence. And so I kind of call myself a mindful performance coach. Um, but I've been able to work with people as well. And maybe you listening, you have been coming to one of my classes already. Um, but the master classes where I've been able to work with people on their work have been incredibly powerful and once again my the goosebumps are with me as in one time there was this really powerful experience where um this one girl I could just I I just saw her and I I knew about her light and then when I was able to guide her to her space she was just so powerful that all this white light surrounded her and it was I suppose a one of a lifetime experience and um the other day I was reading in this mindfulness book about this guy and, um, you know, when I read books, it's literally eight at a time. So I'm not going fast through my books, but this is one of my active books I'm reading right now called Mindfulness at Work. And he is um, recalling some of his experiences during his MBSR course he's done, uh, Mindfulness Um and then he describes this moment how he is learning how to um, observe this raisin and squeeze it and feel it and touch it and smell it and everything. And then he takes this little bite and he says, this raisin is one of my most memorable um, meals of my entire life. And that just made me chuckle thinking, that's what happens when you are present, you know. For me, presence is everything and I'm learning about it all the time and presence, it teaches me about resonance and um, it teaches me about truth and about authenticity and I suppose from animals we know they have such a deep instinct and, and they really sense, like they don't really animals and like they don't when a dog is communicating with a bird for instance you know they're not speaking the same language in a way yet again they might be able to communicate with each other and I always refer to this ex uh, or example too about I once I was sitting at the National Theatre once just uh, working away there I I loved sitting there before the pandemic <laughs> and I would um see these two little children play with each other and they were just running around and one was taking a stool and then the other one was taking another one and they were just playing and they weren't saying a word but they were having the most amazing time in their lives and you know for me presence is that light bulb it's that moment with love it's like then you can really, really be in your full potential because it's not clouded. I always see it in a visual. Imagine as if you sort of have a channel or like this ball of light and all our thoughts or beliefs, they are basically in front of our light. But when we can really be in the present and, and with our presence, we have such a presence. <laughs> but you can be so powerful. And those are the moments too when, when this... 
um, primal force is coming forward, you know, it's um, one of the things which is inspiring me and maybe I should do a whole new podcast on this about the power of the voice. That could be quite cool, actually. Um, but I, I want to quickly, uh, tiply, <laughs> quickly tip on um, uh, some work, voice work, at RCS, we worked with Nadine George and I loved her technique and that was derived from Roy Hart and Roy Hart derived his technique from and working with Alfred Wolfson and the story of Alfred Wolfson is that this man was um, fighting in the First World War and he would hear these de death screams, right? And then after the war, he came home and he started doing some own voice classes. And he was just fascinated by the fact that he was basically not able to represent or re reproduce almost that same yeah, sound or voice as he heard and experienced on the battlefield. And he kind of derived his voice work from that space, that thought. And I just know that in moments of presence similar with babies, they can just, you know, cry and, 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 and scream for hours and they don't have any pain in their voice. And similar to those people on the battlefield. And that's a thing too with voice, when there is such conviction, when there is such presence, you feel that authenticity. Um, yeah, there is so, so much to say on that topic and I can talk on and on and on this but I feel I I never time these things but I feel it's maybe time to wrap up so give me one tiny little second so I can grab my cards okay as I said, I was just recording this other podcast, uh, The Curious Conversation, and I, I, I just basically jumped into this one. <laughs> I was like, shall I do it? Uh, maybe I can do it tomorrow. Or I'm like, yeah, yeah, just let's just do it. So now we actually didn't do a check-in. <laughs> I was just jumping straight in. But maybe right now, you just want to be with your breath for a second. There's never a right or wrong time because the present is always there and the breath is a gateway to our presence. So let's be with our breath for a second. Breathing in and out. Having a soft smile. Breathing in and out and feeling your feet, feeling your legs, smiling with your heart and smiling with your smile. Feeling how instantly you can literally change the vibration of your being, how you feel. And the card I pulled is saying, I am the dreamer of my dream. That makes me very grateful. And I'm taking transformation, relaxation, and kindness. Hmm. 
that's nice. Let me do a little reflection on this. So for me, why this is nourishing me, and I hope these words are nourishing you in your way, but you know, for me, performance magic is my dream, and there are so many thoughts and dreams I have regarding performance magic, and I really wish to to help elevate consciousness within the performing arts and um, and also uh, beyond the performing arts, really. I once did a walk and talk with myself, and I was like, what do you want to do? And I... I <laughs> Oprah Winfrey has always been a super big inspiration to me and I love how she is resonant to so many people in the entire world. She's bringing so much love into the world and I kind of wanted to be an Oprah Winfrey but then people say no, 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 you need to be specific. So then I felt I need to tune into performing uh, to performing arts but now my work is also very much branching out um, and then I'm learning that I, I don't need to choose in a way, you know. I like to live from abundance and I like to live from resonance so yeah I just go where I go but I am the dreamer of my dream with transformation relaxation and kindness as in transformation constantly transforming through old beliefs and thoughts and always coming back to relaxation I am such a doer and often forget that I'm not here by myself on the planet and I am deserving and worthy of help and support and relaxation is always my way of retuning to myself having a nap relaxing maybe having a bath or going for a walk doing my workout um, singing my songs, having a nourishing conversation with friends or just having wonderful food or some chocolate <laughs> and kindness, always having that compassionate, kind voice towards yourself because essentially what you're uh, bringing out into the world is also a reflection of you and so you slash I am deserving of that kindness towards yourself so that is super powerful and so beautiful so I actually like to end off <laughs> today with these words and they really touch me and I'm so grateful to be on this journey I suppose with you um because you are listening and I really hope that maybe these words bring you as much as they bring me so I'm sending you so much love for your week ahead. Um, may you take all this energy, these words, everything with you. Always feel free to reach out and let me know what is coming up for you. I always love, love, love to know. Um, know that I have a weekly meditation class, a week weekly class to learn about this presence and to tune into this presence. And it's through meditation and energy work and connection and reflection. It's a beautiful, beautiful time. So let me know if you want to be part of this. And um, yeah, for now, I'm sending you into a gorgeous week ahead. Uh, may you feel loved. May you feel blessed. May you feel guided. Know that you are never alone and you are so worthy you so belong live the story you want to tell and let the love sparkle magic till soon bye bye darling one have a great day Mwah.